can't just make chair decisions. Uh, what the? F- oh my fucking god! Ah, I can't stop it. Stop. <laughs> There's a ghost in his possessed your chair. Uh, I love how something naturally came up. <laughs> We're sitting here trying to think of something to talk about, and then the chair attacks me. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Hey, Jared. It's been a long time since we've hung out. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of things have you been up to? Eating. Eating. Shit in my pants. I apologize <laughs> right now for oh, this. Oh, God damn. Wait, you're, you did you shit your pants right now? No, I, or are you apologizing uh, for previously shitting your pants? I'm apologizing for what you're about to encounter. God damn it! This is not gonna be fun. This is fucking rough. <laughs> we had like a normal ass day, and then somebody <laughs> was all, "I'm hungry. I can't stop talking." Okay. Oh, I fucking hate when I get stuck in voices. <laughs> It's funny because like they're only like slightly different from your regular voice, but they're they're uncomfortable and I can't stop. I don't know. I feel like this is a little bit more different than my regular voice. That is true. You speaking like <coughs> Cartman is a bit different. It's what I'm just saying. It's not like it's an accent. Like it's not like you're speaking. Oh no, no. It's not like accent. when I had a Russian accent for like three days. <laughs> it's because you kept trying to do other accents. <laughs> In your brain, uh, you were speaking with a British accent. Yeah, but you remember, were speaking with a Russian. Remember accent. that one time I did that, and then I just the rest of the days stayed that way. Yeah, I do. And you were like, that. "Are you gonna stop?" And I was like, "I forgot I was doing it." And then, or the times I forgot how to speak normal. Yeah. Oh no, I I very well know that. I used to bet people that I can talk in a particular accent for like a day, and then sometimes it would go as far as like a week. And I would keep it going, even when at home, just so I could be like, I actually won this thing. Yeah, but did you attempt to stop? Yes. At the end of it, <laughs> when I won the bet and I was given the money and they were like, all right, cool, you can stop now. And I was like, can't. I'm like, can't stop. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, I'm trying to stop right now and I can't. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying actively to speak in a regular accent right now, and I can't. Remember that one time when I accidentally developed an uncomfortable laugh? <laughs> yeah. That, that was the That best, lasted though. like months. Mo- yeah. It was, it was the weirdest laugh I can't laugh remember what it was because like, <laughs> Yeah. It was like you were cutting off and you staccato to every time you laughed, and it was kind of like a lower frequency like dolphin call. Yeah, it was terrible. It was crazy. I like was afraid to laugh in front of people. <laughs> You're like, I became self-conscious with a laugh that I gave myself. Most of my laughs are silent, and then all of a sudden it's this obnoxious out loud thing, and I'm like, why is it doing this? It was a, it started as a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the you know, your your main character. Um <laughs> His laugh that became your laugh for a little bit. Oh yeah, that's true too. <laughs> yeah, the, when you started laughing like that at regular things and like you actually <laughs> laughed. Oh yeah, no, I remember the first time that happened. You're like, what the fuck? Because you literally went. <laughs> I was like, did you just real person laugh like you're fucking made up character? Uh-huh. Did you just laugh like you're a villain in like a movie from the 1910s? Are you Skeletor in real life now? What the fuck <laughs> just happened? It wasn't based off Skeletor. I know it wasn't. Stuart is based off Iron Tail. That is true. I forgot. 
that he's it's very similar to Skeletor though. I don't I don't I didn't watch He-Man. I know, but he at this point he's more of a meme than anything else. Hmm. It's like if you've been on the internet and you've seen any sort of meme that involves Skeletor, there's going to be a video version of it and he'll always speak like this. There's not as many. There's not as many. You know what memes I miss? The mermaid and aquaboy memes. Like from way back in the day. Um, I don't remember. Or merman and aquaboy. Oh, those from SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah. It was like some it was like SpongeBob and he was talking to the the manta ray guy and then it would be something with those two and it was always like something absurd. Oh, it was when fucking uh SpongeBob was dressed up like merman and Patrick was dressed up like Barnacle Boy. That's and, what it was Barnacle Boy, not Aqualad. Yeah, Aqualad is a real superhero. Um, <laughs> no, he's, no, he's not either. He's also a made-up character. He's a real superhero. They're real <laughs> somewhere out there in an infinite universe. But yeah, so um, no, it's where they're, they're trying to teach the Manta Ray guy to be a good guy. And uh, he's trying to give the wallet back to Patrick. And he's like, sir, you seem to have dropped your wallet. And he goes, not mine. <laughs> he just <laughs> won't, he won't like admit it. Yeah, and then it turned into so many things. So many memes. It was great. That was, that was, that was rife for parody though. That's, that's that was really good. That was a good one. I do miss those. They need to, <sighs> they need to start making those. We again. need classic memes back. We need uh douchebag Brian. Oh yeah, douchebag Brian. And, uh, what was it? Good was it guy? douchebag Brian or was it scumbag Brian? Scumbag Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Was, who was it? It was good guy Kevin. Something like that. Yeah. The nice guy version of scumbag, <laughs> scumbag Brian. Yeah. Those are great ones. There was the karate guy, the, the kid in the red gi, the nerdy yeah. guy. I loved those. I you also took my girl. So sometimes I, I just watch. Sometimes I just watch. Uh, vines, just the old vines and shit like that. Those are great. I only liked watermelon. The watermelon guy was great. I'm watermelon. I got a watermelon on my head. I got a watermelon on my head, but you can have watermelon instead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, and there's a good old, you know, like what are those? Fucking what are those? Has never died. What? Well, yeah, what are those? Has never died. But also, um. Oh, oh, fucking classic one it was the damn Daniel. That one's dead. That is super dead. But it's a plus. We don't really have a lot of people named Daniel that we talk to. But when we did, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a button. Oh yeah, I forgot. It's a button. Button time. It's a button. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to another, another episode of the Run Runners podcast. On to the next one. <laughs> On to the last one. What the fuck was that? Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to another, another episode of the Rum Runners Podcast. Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Kyle. And we're back to talk about all the weirdest and funniest news from all over the internet. We read the clickbait so you don't have to. Yes. I can read. See, I can read. Do. We do that. I read that. I read, I read that. I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I'm mad diabetic right now. Mad diabetic. He been so he's diabetic. so diabetic. <laughs> like if he even looks at sugar, he dies. Probably at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we 
We ate so many tacos. Yeah, we uh, taco adjacent things really. Yeah, yeah. I had one taco. I just had a lot of taco adjacent things. At least you didn't have the fajitas ahead. You'd be even closer to death because those were thick. They were thick, but you had so much protein on your plate. Yeah, my plate was mostly carbs. Yeah, I only had four or five tortillas. I don't remember. I mean, it doesn't help that I got like a migraine midway through the meal, but then you mix that with I hit like a nappy time level of carbs. Yeah, and then I was yelling uh, <laughs> dude's headlines at you just now for a little yeah, while. Yeah, it's. I mean, I had I had I popped like four Excedrin. Those shits are gonna kick in like halfway through this episode. He's and never gonna, gonna be, sleep. It's gonna be fucking scary. That's true. Yeah, he has because fifty-seven milligrams of caffeine that he doesn't get from anything else. Exactly. Yeah, my body gets introduced to caffeine only when I take Excedrin. <laughs> There's probably some kind of diabetic friendly energy drink that tastes like fucking medicine. I don't know. I don't I I don't really like energy drinks though. That's the whole thing. I'm just trying to think if there's like kombucha that has like energy stuff in it, like caffeine. But then I was like, Jade be all like, that's gross. Like that one time that I accidentally was like, this looks like fun, healthy soda. Oh uh, it tastes like weird cherries and vinegar. Yeah, I hated that. I hated <laughs> Everything about it was uh, drinking balsamic I, vinegar. Oh, I hated it, but I couldn't stop drinking it. Yeah, I thought you were crazy. Yeah, I thought I was gonna throw up. Yeah, I was gonna throw up because you would make weird noises after <laughs> drinking it. Because for like a second, it was good, and then the moment it stopped coming into your mouth fresh, yeah, it was like, why? Yeah, and then you would make, and then like you'd uh, open your mouth to be like, ugh. And it would make like a weird kind of like <laughs> noise. I was like, oh, what the fuck was that? Uh, like you have like a monster living inside of you. I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> like, this is so bad. Yeah. But no, like I, they have zero sugared soda, but I can't start drinking soda. If I start drinking soda, I'm fucked. I'm just tricks fucked. The no sugar kind. No, I'm fucked. I will do that. Something ha- I, my, I have an addictive personality. It's what it yeah, is. Just be addicted to sugar-free soda. But there's other shit in Fucking, it that's going to be so bad for me. Can it's, you have stevia? Yeah. Why? How do you think I eat all these other things that are sugar-free? I don't fucking know. I'm not diabetic. I don't eat things that don't they have sugar. Sugar-free I, other things. I am well, one. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you don't remember, I'm allergic to things that have fake sugar. That's true. That's I get true. Fucking migraines every time I have some kind of sugar substitute. Yeah. I couldn't be diabetic. I'd have to just not eat anything. You'd have to not eat anything sugary. You'd be you'd be like sweetness would be off the table for you. I'd just be like pouring salt down my mouth. Like if you eat enough of it, it gets sweet. <laughs> oh no, what you gotta get is that that thing that like you put a drop in your mouth or that the, those was it you like suck on miracle it? miracle berries. Miracle berries. Yeah. There you go. You just do that. Yeah, but what the things people eat that? with those, the things people eat with those are fruits which have sugar. Sugar in it. Well, natural There's sugar no sugar-free lemons. Natural sugar is different though. It breaks down differently in your body. It's fine. This is a health podcast now. <laughs> We're here to teach you about diabetes and diabetes accessories. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Anytime I ever say something I immediately want to follow it up with and that accessories. My favorite part is like you beat diabetes, but you keep suffering from it. 
I you wanted diabetes and now you're still like I ate some bread today and I feel like I'm gonna end. Well, here's the, here's the shit. Here's the shit. I'm gonna pass this on. When I didn't know that I was diabetic, I felt like shit all the time. All okay. constantly okay. tired, constantly felt like shit. Then found out I was diabetic. Then almost died. Then recovered from almost death. Then started realizing how my body felt when I ingested certain things. Now I'm just hyper astute and aware of how my body feels. So I eat certain things and then it fucks me up a little bit and I feel it and I know about it and I'm aware of it. Issue Did is you maybe I have it longer than you had it. hundred percent. They're like, you, you probably had this for months longer than what we diagnosed you with it. They're like, you don't go to doctors, so you're fucked. Like, you keep fucking yourself up. Yeah, but you described something in your childhood the, the other day where you were like, oh, yeah, this used to happen. And it happened to my aunt, who does have diabetes. And I was like, I don't you know, were I think, a kid? No, because they were testing me for it, and I didn't have it. Like, it's it's not like I had it for years more. They said that I could have had it for up to a year more than they thought, though. Decades and decades but and decades. The, basically, I think what it is is, like, when you... I, I was destined to have diabetes. <laughs> There was no escaping it. It was in my fate. And, you know, like, if you believe in, like, the, the fucking, the ladies with the threads, the fates, with the they share an eyeball thing, that whole shit, like, you know, they probably put some shit down the line. You know what? You they know put some kinks in your thread. You know what's like, really fucked up? diabetes threads. You know what's really fucked up? I don't Dude, call it diabetes. Just, yeah, they're just like your family line. They just add knots every few. And they're like, this is a diabetes symptom. This is a diabetes symptom. Have fun with that. But uh, it's fucked up. It's while you're, just, you're talking about how it was like faded and stuff. Yeah. The first thing that pops in my head is Space Jam. Mm-hmm. And then... She me running through the open door. But you know what? Can't use that anymore because he's a terrible human being. Because he was fated <laughs> to be in jail forever. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, he there, his life, it just kept little tiny bits just getting closer and closer to jail. <laughs> and then, it's like just came in full blown giant crimes. And just, you know, inching towards that. Yeah, just getting them towards it. It's all fate. It's all fate. Fate is real. It is three old ladies with scissors in a room full of strings. That's real. God's not real, but that's real. (laughs) 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 On to the first one. (laughs) My favorite part of it, my favorite part of it, before we do that, my favorite part of that is that your entire description of the fates is solely based on the Disney Hercules movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, there was scissors and they got strings. I'm like, I don't even think that's how that's described. No, there is like a... They got one eyeball that they, they share and they put each other's mouths. Even in Greek mythology, there is like a whole like thread of fate kind of thing. Like, it, it does go... I think it's more organized. I also think it's on a wheel, possibly. There's like... It's not as like, you know, oh, just the wheel, wheel of fate. Yeah, there's probably like a more organized way in actual mythology. Plus, also, I don't It'd know be if, funnier they, if the I wheel, don't know if they share the same eyeball also. In. It'd be funnier if fate was more like Wheel of Fortune, though. And like you just had to go on every now and then. You'd be like, I want to buy a fowl. And they're like, oh, shit. 
New theory, new conspiracy. <clears throat> Before I get on to the first one, new conspiracy theory. So fate is like Wheel of Fortune. And uh, yeah, but you got to be careful what letters you buy because you're trying to spell a word like you're trying to get to just like a phrase. You're like, OK, I live forever. Like if I get this phrase, I live yeah. forever. And then you're like, OK, I'd like to buy a vowel. And they're like, OK, what vowel do you want to buy? And you're like, hey, and they're like, you have ass cancer now. Exactly. <laughs> what if that's what happens when you go to sleep? Like the times where you go to sleep and you're not and dreaming, you, you're just down you playing wheel of fate when you can't remember your dream like at all. Like no matter what, like no matter how hard you try to recall it, you can't fucking remember it. That is when you're down there playing Wheel of Fate and Yo, your and life is just adjusting after you wake up. I couldn't tell you a single thing about what happened in this dream, but I woke up in one of those dreams that you're so deep in that you wake up, your mouth is just leaking drool, and you're oh. like, where the fuck am I right now? Like, the ones where you you're wake like, up, and you're like, is there something deeper than REM sleep? Yeah. <laughs> the ones where you wake up, and you're like, is this my life? You're just like, was I in a coma? Like, how long was I uh, out? Yeah, that dream was, that was a lot. <laughs> you turn around to people in your household, and you're like, did you drug me? Yeah, like, <laughs> you wake up, and you have to, for a few seconds, try and remember what your life actually is. Okay, I'm going to mention this on the show, because I, I know I mentioned it to you, but do you remember when I told you that I woke up from a dream that was so vivid that I was depressed because I thought that my life was over, and I lost years of my life where I met someone, I had a deep connection with them, I brought them into my family, our you know, our company continued growing, I became more yeah, successful. I was mad at you for I believing became, that dream. I became more successful, but not to like an extreme like celebrity status, but just like a, our, our lives are comfortable. I bought a house, <laughs> I had a wedding, I went on a honeymoon, <laughs> like it was an amazing life with a person that I found and loved and she was incredible and then I went to sleep next to her one night and then i woke up in my bed alone yeah you ruined it we were there living that upper uh, middle class lifestyle yeah fucking having a pool and fences connected to each other honestly dude it was that was hard like, i've had those dreams too where you wake up and you're like genuinely upset i had a panic attack i started looking around my room going why am i back here did I go stay at this house? I'm like, what? What am I doing here? And I start. I went through my phone. I don't looking, remember visiting my fucking mom this week. I went through my phone looking for her name to like call her to pick me up. <laughs> what was her name? Chebecca. No, I told like as the as time went on, I forgot more and more and more and more and more about the dream. I just remember like things. I think it was Vanessa. <laughs> Chebecca is close. Chebecca is is weirdly close, but I think it was <laughs> Vanessa. So if there's a Vanessa out there that is the woman of my dreams, I've seen what our life's going to be like. It's kind of dope. So like, hit me up. Rumrunners at gmail.com. You fucking imagine. That would like, like you this imagine is the someone, exciting incident. Someone like they like a person like this person follows us on on Facebook. Yeah. At Rumrunners. Or, or runners podcast or runners. runners podcast network. I always want to say the dot com, but I'm trying to say the Facebook. Anyway, they follow it. They hit us with a DM, and you're like, "That's her." That if would you be look crazy. at it. You're like, "That's her." That would be insane. Are you Jared's dream girl? <laughs> Let us know. Like this is a Cinderella moment we're having right here. Yeah, I might have had like a vision of the future, like a real life vision of the future. Who would have thought that our bullshit talk about fate would lead to this? I know. 
this is what's great about this show. This is why we're the number one news podcast in the world. And also 100% scripted. 100% All of this was, we wrote this down. Even this part where we admit that it's scripted was scripted. If I find the woman of my dreams through this episode, I think life is scripted at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a pretty good, like, Truman show, like, evidence. What was fucking happening that one day where we were convinced that that's what was happening to us? Oh, like when we kept seeing the same car everywhere, the same two cars just kept appearing. Yeah, but then th- there were like things that were happening to us that were just so absurd that we were like, there's no fucking There was way. just in our life a bunch of stuff was happening. But do you not remember it was at that, that exact same time that we came to a stop sign and it was a four-way stop and every single car was the same of two cars. There was just the same. It was the same make, model, and color. Just different cars at the thing. And we're like, what the fuck? And then we drove down the street further. And then two more of those cars pulled up at a stoplight. And we're like, this is this is scripted. I don't remember that one. I remember us having a different interaction where we did that. But also, I'm pretty sure that I'm living in a simulation. And you're just here for my entertainment. I'm pretty sure I'm in a simulation. I made you to be the sadder version of me so I can yell at myself all the time. (laughs) That's depressing. That is depressing. It makes sense because I made you tan and I am so saddened by my pink skin and have always wanted to have that. Uh, uh, There we go. You're like, how can you be so sad? You have the one thing I've always wanted. (laughs) Got that smooth brown skin. I've always wanted more melanin. Why are you so sad? The difference between me. If I got set on fire. People would still know, but you, oh no, you go out, you get a tan and unless like you're standing next to a fire, nobody knows. That is true. You stand next to a fire. Everybody knows because your skin's like, Hey, guess what? <laughs> Remember that is true. Yeah. My, memory foam. My body it. instantly is like, Hey, you remember when, uh, you were on fire? <laughs> this is what it looked like. Remember? Remember? Look at me. Look at me. Look at it. That's what you looked like. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right, we got to go on to the first one. Let's get this started. So I added this one because I'm I'm completely perplexed as to how this happened, and I'm going to show you the picture of what it is. You never show me the picture. I'm going to show you the picture because you stopped using the computer, so I can't see the picture. That is uh, plus also so you couldn't read it. Um, tai Chung man parks vans on house roof to avoid parking fines. And you might be like, okay, maybe he lives next to like a hill or like there's like a ramp and he built that ramp. Nah, it's like five floors up. (laughs) How the fuck? What a hero. The one van is half off of the roof. He should get a ticket for parking a van precariously dangling off of the edge. He parked two cars up there. Yeah. How? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the fuck? How do, does he have a crane? What is there like? There's no way he's definitely not getting them back. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how? How is it even possible? It's an apartment. He parked like it looks like an apartment building. He parked his vans it's on like his apartment. One wall building. directly connected to like a hill, and it's like level. Nah, like it looks like there's just other buildings behind it. What the fuck? Okay, we got to figure this out. Taipei. Taiwan News. The owner of two vans parked on the roof of a Tai Chung building has dismissed a neighbor's concerns by assuring them the building is made of concrete and steel bars. Yeah, it's fine. Totally made to support cars. 
Uh, one of the vans <laughs> appears to fit nicely onto the multi-leveled roof space, while the other appears to be resting on the building's parapet and is partially over the edge, which is what I'm saying. That's real fucking precarious. Um, it's not going to affect the building. Don't make a fuss. <laughs> How is he going to get it down? Yeah. <clears throat> Does How he have he a cargo bob? <laughs> is this some GTA shit? Honestly, that might be the case. Um, so he's like, it's not gonna, don't make a fuss. The owner told the China Times on Friday. He told the newspaper, don't fucking make a fuss about this. Calm down, you fucks. The building's not gonna break. It holds up building. And you're like, you're on the top floor, dipshit. <laughs> the top floor holds up air. <laughs> I feel like I don't think it was built for that. Um, after city officials and police asked him to take the vehicles down, the owner, who CNA reported is a contractor, reportedly received fines for parking his vans on the street. So he decided to hire a crane and hoist them onto his roof. Okay. Good. <laughs> I was like, so like, how did he do this? Right? I'm like, you I'm need- how'd you drive that up there? You needed to give us something. And I'm glad they actually did. We've read so many articles where they would have just left that part out. <laughs> Yeah, we would have left this story like, I still don't know anything. Local borough chief Lin Kwan Jen said the vans had been there for two years. Wait, what? on He's the roof or parked on the ground? On the roof? Nah, it's got to be on the ground. If they've been on the roof for two years, like, why are you even complaining at this point? That's true. Yeah, I would be like, yo, we got to build more buildings like this apartment complex. Never fall. Despite not breaking any laws, the owner said he would comply with the request to take the vans down. When he asked what will come next for the vehicles, the owner said they will be parked in the Taoyuan Mountains sometime around October. That's a weird ending to this story. This story, weirdly, is fully wrapped up. It gave us how they got up there. It gave us what happened, what was happening before, what everybody is worried about, and where the vans are going. But I feel like... I need more information. I, yeah. How much was he paying in fines? Why was he getting fined? That hiring a crane was, <laughs> was a better option. He was like, uh, see, listen here. Uh, it's cheaper for me to have my cars put on the roof of my house than it is for me to constantly be paying you fines. Well, maybe it's like if he was getting a, a parking ticket every day, even if the parking ticket was like five bucks. That but would here's add the up thing. for two years. Have the have the have they been up there for two years? That's one thing we never got. I think that they were parked on the street for two years. Well, if you just have a car parked and you're not using it, I don't know. I don't. I don't think you should. You should get. You should get a fine. You do. Yeah, that's, that's a waste the whole thing. of space. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if in Taiwan they have like registration, like fucking like inspection. I don't know if there's all that shit. But like, if I leave. And this happens in my neighborhood. If I leave my car parked across the street for too long, the city will put something on the windshield and be like, hey, if you don't move this car a little bit, you're going to get a boot on your car. If you don't move this car, you'll never move this car again. Well, yeah, because they're like, you know, if you're not going to move it, you're not going to be able to move it. And then you're going to have to pay us to be able to move it at some point. That's fucked. Yeah, and it did happen to one of my neighbors. But it was really? a, it was going to happen to me because I didn't drive my car for the longest time because my car is terrible on gas. So I was letting it just sit there, and then I come out to like a note 
from the from the borough and they're like hey you gotta move your car so i literally just drove my car around for a little bit and then moved my car up like 10 feet so that they can see oh okay the car slightly different the car works it's been moved around everything's copacetic and yeah i didn't i didn't get anything but somebody else did get a boot that's so dumb yeah it was mm. it was kind of dumb. How long does it have to not move for? It's like a couple months. Okay, I was like, so if you go on vacation for a week, they're gonna be like, yeah, you no. got booted for not being here. It's like three months. <laughs> three and months of not moving at all. Yeah, and I think the neighbor's car was there for longer. Than what if mine you just was. keep parking in the same exact spot? Well, the thing is that comps drive down my street all the fucking time. <laughs> Like so frequently. So I think it's if like literally every single time they drive down the street and like during like morning, afternoon, evening, all the time it's there, then they know it's probably not moving. The odds of it moving very, very low. If it's, oh, if, plus also I park right next to a fence so they can literally just count the number of poles. Was It, t- it was today, wasn't it? We went out there and someone had in your door handle. No, that was yesterday. <laughs> fucking oh we buy any car we'll pick it up and i'm like are you doing this because my car looks like a piece of shit is that why you're doing that <laughs> it's like someone's calling you out you fucking asshole you fucking driving an old ass piece of shit lincoln it's a 2007 dude that's like 37 years ago it's so old at this point i don't even have a backup camera every now and then i get so fucked up by that now like Looking into things, you're like, oh, yeah, man, fucking, I remember 2009. And then it's like, dude, that was like fucking 13 years ago. 13 years ago. <laughs> it's it's insane. It's oh, time moving sucks. And then, and then you think back further. You're like, yeah, you remember watching Spring Breakers on MTV? You're like, that was 20, 30 years ago almost. Oh, my God. Yeah. Talking about stuff that happened in like 1997. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, why? Or like when when you see when I see actors and actresses that I was like, yo, they were good looking as fuck and like they haven't been in something for a while. And then you see them at like a red carpet event and they're completely gray and they got wrinkles and shit now. And you're like their next movie, they're playing the grandmother and you're like, yeah, you were the love of my life when I was nine years old. Exactly. I was going to marry you. Yeah. There's so many like heartthrobs that I see now and I'm like. I'm the old generation. Now. Well, think about every action hero that's ever been in any action movie we've ever watched. I mean, shit. Sylvester Stallone has an entire series built around we're old geriatric action stars. <laughs> it's just like my whole fucking childhood in one movie. And I'm like, I'll watch it <laughs> because it is just, you know, gratuitous violence and action. But at the same point, I'm like, this is offensive. <laughs> <laughs> like my granddad should not be going out ripping people's throats out but i'm just like you guys were the young people and like the cool people when i was a young person and now if you're a geriatric person what does that make me <laughs> and then i realize it makes me an elder millennial i don't think i'm actually an elder millennial but i feel like one yeah we're like in mid-tier yeah we're like we're like the most like quintessential what millennials actually are but for some reason we get grouped in with like the younger versions of millennials 
We're the we're the middle one. Yeah, like they go they oh like anytime people think of millennials, they think of the people born in the nineties, but we're like, nah. Eighties. Also, the thing is, whenever anybody's like, I'm a nineties baby, I'm like, no, you're not. You're, not. you're an eighties baby. You're trash. I'm a nineties baby. Because I lived through the nineties. Oh, you mean that you were born you're, in, you're, yeah. you're you're an O's baby. Yeah. You're a millennia baby. You're an aughts. Yes. An aught aught. Uh on to the next one. We got kind of just diverted from how this guy got stuff because we got all the answers. So, you know, it was really just guessing at that point. Yeah. Kudos to you for like being man enough to be like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to not be a dick and I'll park these in the mountains since he apparently doesn't need them. Uh, yeah. Like, he's like, I don't even need these. I'm just going to go throw them away somewhere. Yeah. yeah unless look. he was getting the crane to park them there every night, in which case this guy's a fucking G. Yeah, and, and for also, two like, years every day he had a crane lift his cars on the roof of his house. That is dope. He's going to get to run to the store real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, hey, Bill. Well, they said these were work vans, so I'm assuming he had a personal car too. Is, is there? Does he not have like? Is there no parking for his apartment complex? What if it was just a house? They said house in the story. You keep calling it an apartment complex because of what it looks like. Because it looks like an apartment building. Unless he has a fucking four-story house. Yeah, like what if it's like a townhouse but not, you know, connected to 17 other townhouses like yours. So kind of like mine but even more vertical? Yeah, like, well, no. Like if yours was separated, it would look weirdly tall. I guess. But no, the, his, his freaking... Look at this. His... The, the one car is only on a tiny little part. Like, why are there these little tiny, they're just tiny, his, like, cutouts? You and wouldn't stuff have like just that. like, if you had a house like that, you wouldn't just have a bunch of little balconies? Or I would have a house like that, and it would look like that if I bought an apartment building and said, I live in all of it now. Maybe he did. That would be G. In every way, he would be a G then. Maybe the reason he hasn't needed to move them is he's he bought that and he's renovating it. He's a contractor, so he's just like, well, I don't need to go anywhere because my project is my home. I mean, that, then why is he parking them in the mountains? Because the cops told him he can't park them on the roof. I mean, were you saying that that was like his intention? Like his intention was to park them on the roof? Just while he was working. You know, it's easier if you're working on like the fifth floor and your car is parked there. I mean, yeah, except for when you need to like, go oh, I somewhere. I got to go get my hammers. <laughs> you don't got to fucking, you know, like Duke's yeah, but that's, hazard off that's the building like, every that's time. That's what I said, though. That's like this what I'm saying is these were his work vehicles that said specifically. And implying he's just that maybe on his own he house. has a personal vehicle that's not one of these vans. Oh, no, he definitely does. He definitely has to. It de- like the it seems like these vans don't really move a lot and they're not that important. But I don't know. I, I, I don't know. On yeah, to the next one. Because where his work tools are. On to the next one. <laughs> I'm going to show you the picture of this guy after I read this. Man accused of throwing knife at someone who refused to take him to GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. He's probably so hardcore. I bet he listens to like five finger death punch probably also like my my uh, when i saved this because like when i click on the articles to like save them i can see like the pictures attached to them so right when i saw that i was like yeah that guy threw it at his mom he was just like mom i need to go to GameStop right now and she was like i'm not gonna take you right now you're 27 take yourself you're like just go and he's like mom i'm eating pizza rolls 
I can't drive when I'm eating pizza rolls because I got the, the crummies on my fingers. <laughs> Could get into an accident, mom, again. There's a 27 year old man demanding his mom take him to camp's job because he can't drive because he got grease on from the pizza rolls on his hand. It makes him it slips on the steering wheel. This is our theory now. <laughs> Dude, if it says 27 year old man in the next line, I'm going to be like, I called it. All right, let's see here. All right. Palm Coast, Florida. A man was arrested in Palm Coast, uh, Palm Coast on Monday after authorities said he threatened two people who refused to, oh, it was his mom and his dad, oh, yeah. who refused <laughs> to give him a ride to GameStop. Um, in a news release, the Flagger County Sheriff's Office said they arrested James Colasanti, 19. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, on Monday. Definitely his mom and dad. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> Colasanti had asked someone for a ride to GameStop at an apartment complex in Palm Coast. Deputy said he did this to strangers. I don't believe it. There's no way. There's the mom and dad were just too embarrassed to be in the article. They're like, leave our names out, please. They're like, don't, don't, don't put us in there. Uh, we when, raised the bad seed. <laughs> they're, just, they're like, yeah, just, just put him in jail. It's fine. Uh, they're like, what's, what's the bail? What's, is it more than five dollars? Okay, yeah, no, he could stay there. Oh, we can't afford that. Like, he doesn't have bail. Oh shit, that's too much. It's too much. Be that's like, you know, much. you know what, James? We're actually going to go to GameStop while you're in jail, though. Uh, when that person said no, he pulled out two knives from wait from his bedroom. What? Because he's in his house. He's throwing them at his parents. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be. Okay. I thought that he was walking down the street and he was like, wait. And like ran into his apartment, <laughs> grabbed him. He's like, I'll back. be right back. You're taking me, bitch. And they actually waited. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, so they're just like, honestly, let's see what the fuck he comes back with. Take me to GameStop. No. Like, you just fucking wait here. I got you know something what? for you. You know what? I'll be right back. Be like, okay. I got something to convince you. Is it money? No, I need that for video games. You have no idea the new Zelda came out. Uh, uh, he, so he got two knives from his bedroom and threatened to kill them. That's where you went wrong. Uh, the sheriff said, uh, according to WFTV, he then ran into the kitchen and threw another. Wait, how many knives was he throwing? Seven, Three. Inch, seven inch kitchen knife at the victim before taking off. Did he hit them? Seven inch kitchen knife? Are you a victim if somebody throws something at you? I mean, it's scary. (laughs) Like it's like you're you're gonna be kind of freaked out, so definition of assault. Not battery, but assault. His mom called the cops. She's like, My son's being a real bitch right now. He threw some knives at me. Come arrest his ass. Oh, he's got a mullet. They have a video of him getting arrested. Uh, Colasanti fled the area. The victim followed him and saw him jump a fence at Flagler Palm Coast High School nearby. 100% his mom. What other person is going to follow the person that just threw three knives at them? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was two people. She needed to make sure that he got there safely. That That is true. Uh, prompting the school to go into lockdown. My fucking God. <laughs> you can't just go to school into lockdown. <laughs> You can't just be a weird, creepy dude jumping fences. This is so much worse for him. Not only that, like, he's in trouble. The cops are chasing him because he was throwing knives at people. So they probably got told that the the victim called the cops. That he's dangerous. Said that he was doing that. They're like, oh, he's going to stab children. We better lock this down. Oh, yeah, because you know that they immediately were like, he jumped the fence to the high school. And the cops were immediately like, lock that fucking high school down. 
a knife thrower is on the loose. Remember that one time when we were delivering stuff at that one place where we delivered stuff, someone robbed the bank and an entire college campus went on lockdown? Yes. But they didn't tell us. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh... He was walking around we're like, do you want this? And like, you guys need to not be here. <laughs> like, didn't you hear? Like, hear what? Hear what? A bank what was robbed? Mean? And we're okay. like, what does that have to do with us? <laughs> like, it's on the corner right there. We're like, oh. Oh. Be like, so we should go do is what you're saying. want this? <laughs> Be like every package gets delivered. Damn it! <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, summer school was in session at the time. All well, those other delinquents. Uh, Colas- <laughs> Colasanti was later found hiding in storage containers at the high school, according to the sheriff's office. Deputies found Colasanti hiding in one of the containers and arrested him. He had two pocket knives and he- like in the school or like somewhere outside. They pro- maybe they just had like are they like trailers or like storage trailers or is it like I think like he went into a closet in the school and got into like a Tupperware bin that is so much fucking better but it's probably just like a big storage container it's like a pods I really like my idea that he's just hiding one of those like big <laughs> black ones with a <laughs> yellow lid he's trying not to suffocate <laughs> he had a fucking straw poking out and that's how they caught him <laughs> But he had two pocket knives in his pockets when he was arrested, according to authorities. How many fucking knives? Does, he does look five. like a guy that would have a lot of five knives. knives. Well, look, two of them were on his person. They were probably on his person the whole time. For whatever reason, he was like, I got to go get different knives to throw at you. Do you know what? He he looks like he would be and not to make fun of, you know, like people like myself, but he looks like an anime weeb. He probably had kunai. Edge Lord. Or fuck, what if he had throwing stars? They said knives. That they is said true. knives. Okay, it's probably so kunai. Probably kunai. And he, he probably just, got that. What the fuck? He had the remember? Naruto ones. No. <laughs> Where it's like the big circle and he's like. <laughs> remember when we were really into that and all we did was watch videos about knives and we were always like talking about different knife companies. There's that one yeah. really cheap one that made like the CSGO karambit, but they also made like $20 throwing knives and you got like 50 or oh, yeah. probably like those. That's probably what it was. It was made of the worst steel ever. And then just like wrapped in nylon cord. Yeah, that's that's probably what it was. And then he was like, oh, they both failed onto or, my special attack, the buster knife. Or <laughs> gets the chef's knife and throws it. Buster knife? It's because it's like the Buster sword from Final Fantasy, which is just a humongous sword, and it's a seven-inch knife, thus making it a humongous knife. Buster knife. I don't understand the reference. It's fine, but it's like it's giving a special attack. Name. He went in and he grabbed it, and he was like, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm a do Michael Myers throw at you." Could be. There you go. Now we've we've That's talked about the two things that we both like. <laughs> I'm not going to throw no knives. He stabbed people with shotguns. That is true. You know how good you got to be to stab someone with a shotgun? Inhumanly strong. Inhumanly. I like to just think he's good. No, he's magic. Oh, my God. Then it says, it doesn't get any more pathetic than this. He ruined his future (laughs) over video games. Sheriff Rick Staley (laughs) said in the news release, this guy's fucking savage. This kid, this cop is like, we're going to fucking make an example out of this dumbass. You stupid ass fucking nerd. I feel like that's what he wanted to scream. 
You want to just be like, this fucking nerd. Yeah, because they're going to tack on like whatever crimes they can related to being on school property with weapons. Oh, yeah. This kid's doing 20 to life. Yeah, exactly. In Florida, which is like you can eat somebody and get three years. But uh, luckily, no one was hurt and our deputies arrested him quickly before he could try to hurt anyone else. Uh, Was he really trying that hard? He threw three knives and missed with every single one of them. In my mind, it is, I'm just picturing him throwing them like he's fucking Napoleon Dynamite. He's just like, eh. Same. I'm picturing like that. He's doing a, a weird overhand throw with the limp wrist. And yeah. The knives are just like falling directly on the ground in front of him. I'm also picturing that the person that he's throwing it at is sitting in a chair. The oh. whole time. <laughs> I forgot that they're in the house. I once again went back to the parking lot thing and I was imagining them just <laughs> yes. sitting on the curb looking at him smoking cigarettes. <laughs> just either one. The whole thing I built as being like a white trash scenario because of his mullet. Either one. Either one of those is perfect. That it's literally either someone in his living room sitting on the couch and he's just like, take me to GameStop. And they're like, no. The third thing I, I was thinking of was if it was his mom. She was actually just standing in the kitchen doorway when he missed with that one. <laughs> Like she, she moved, followed him to the kitchen to make sure closer. he didn't get hurt. <laughs> and he fucking turned around. and was like, eh, mom, you're ruining my life. She almost got cut by that one because it hit the linoleum and bounced. I need Diablo four. That's probably what it was. Get the darkness in me. That's a hundred percent what it was. He was either trying to get the new Zelda or Diablo four. Oh my god. Uh let's see here. Before I get to yeah, I got that. Well, there's there is another reason why having a school resource deputy on campus, even during summer school, he got is arrested so by a school cop. Even uh if you can't control your anger, get some help, or you'll end up at the green roof inn. The Ooh, fuck is what that? What does that mean? Does the prison there have a green roof? Yeah. I'm like, is that is this like a Green Mile thing? Are they going to kill this kid? Is this like some weird joke? They're like, ha ha, the Green Roof in, okay, you're going to jail, dumbass bitch. Is this like you're going to take him to the train station? Like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> Cola Santi was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and armed trespassing on school grounds. The, the sheriff's office said he's being held on a $20,000 bond and his mom won't pay it. Does it say that? No, I added that last part. Yeah, she won't pay you through knives at her. <laughs> it's a twenty thousand dollar bond. Um, wait, do we? Do I want to see if this has? If this actually, if this video has anything? Let's see if this. Oh my! My thing's not connected. I could have actually had it play through. It gets wrecked. I for a second thought it was. Like, I think it's one of those ones. When you can move it around. No. No, oh, no. I no, was going to say, I thought it was like one of those like old school, like they, we haven't seen one of those in a while, like the AR videos where you could like spin it around and like, I thought we were going like to control these, the cop like for a cops. <laughs> it's a video game. <laughs> we're going to GameStop. He's like scrolling his fucking Google Maps, <laughs> Street View. Yeah, this was just like a, like a big storage container kind of thing and he's not even in it anymore. This kid almost got shot because he wanted to fucking play fucking Diablo. It's that loot grind, Super man. Super Smash Bros. That fucking loot grind is for real. Okay, yeah, then he's just going to get rid of this. It's fine. Where's when he actually gets to him? Uh, this is another. Get on the ground. They're putting the cuffs on him. They're pulling down his pants. 
You don't need no pants where you're going, boy. <laughs> Damn, that's the green roof in. <laughs> oh, it's great. He's got green underwear on, so it kind of goes with it. Yeah, he's a green bottom at the green roof. <laughs> he also had a lot of gum in his pocket, it looked like. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, on to the next one. Oh, do you think those were just like <laughs> like $20 gas station knives or whatever? Oh, probably. The ones in his pocket? Yeah. Or they were mall knives. Every now and then, I look at those gas station ones, and I'm like, those are, those are kind of cool. And then I'm like, I remember that they're trash. Yeah. Like it takes you a second. You're like, I've actually like, figured out what good whatever knives Whatever weird edgelord part of me that was in my brain when I was like 17 just pops out for a second. I'm like, this is cool. And I'm like, it's like not, there's so many spikes so, on it. It's not useful. Yeah, like the one knife I had where it was two thin blades that popped up from either side and connected into one blade and then they had hooks on it. It's just fucking so... It fell apart because like the more you flicked it around, the yeah. looser the screws got. That's so edgelord. It's not even funny. Hey, man, that knife gave me scars. <laughs> I have two little scars from where the hooks went in my skin. It looks like you cut yourself, but it was just no, you just being an two idiot. Dots. Like, it looks like I just bit myself. <laughs> That's because they're like hooks so the hooks went in my skin and there's a gap in between them and it looks like you have a little vampire bite yeah they got stuck (laughs) and i had to pull it out that's great you got a vampire bite all right next one this is where i took a dark turn i will say that the next two dark oh my wami because i felt like it we're supposed to be fun it's fun. Gosstown couple accused of selling body parts stolen from morgue that's not dark. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, exactly. If they made the body parts, that'd be different. Indictment alleges pair sold heads, brains, skin, and bones. Whoa. They sold the skin? Do they, they, they were separated them? Wait, 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 wait. I don't give a shit about that. They're separating the, the heads from the brains? Yeah. I think you have to do that. These wait. people were just parting out people? Like They're like... You're like person for sale, parts only. I am also really confused because this happening New Hampshire, and I'm gonna read the first line: Concord, New Hampshire. A Goffstown, New Hampshire couple has been indicted by a Pennsylvania grand jury for allegedly selling stolen body parts. Trafficking. Were they selling it to people in Pennsylvania? Were they driving from New Hampshire, stealing body parts in New Hampshire, driving them to Pennsylvania? To sell them? What if they're or from there, New Hampshire or is there a, drove to Pennsylvania? Or is there a Pennsylvania, New Hampshire? Nah, it's it's definitely New Hampshire, New Hampshire. Um, but what if they didn't even work at a morgue? What if they just... They just says that they're a couple accused of selling body parts stolen from a morgue what if they literally were like who assumed they worked at the morgue i didn't i assumed that that would be the easiest way to get body parts from a morgue well no no, because remember during the great pandemic uh the great pandemic (laughs) morgues were stacking bodies up in like u-hauls outside oh that is true so it could be like that but what if they were just like you don't shit where you eat we're not gonna steal from new hampshire morgues we're going to steal from Pennsylvania morgues. So That's far enough away. getting charged with stealing the bodies in Pennsylvania or selling them in Pennsylvania. Uh, maybe both. Let's find out. Let's find out. Cedric Lodge was the morgue manager for Harvard Medical School. 
Cedar Lodge was the morgue manager for Harvard Medical School. Is Cedar Lodge a person? <laughs> oh, no, it's Cedric. I don't know why I'm saying Cedar. Yeah, My head still hurts. It sounded like you were naming a hotel. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I was like, what does that mean? It's Cedric. Cedric Lodge was the morgue manager for Harvard Medical School, but was fired last month. A federal indictment accused him of stealing human remains from the school and selling them to people in multiple states from 2018 to 2023. He stole it from Harvard. Harvard has has a a morgue. morgue? (laughs) I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. The indictment. No, you know what? No, that makes sense because they have medical school stuff. there. They do. They do. I guess, yeah. I guess. You gotta keep weird. the cadavers somewhere. It's just like it made it sound like <laughs> like he was they, breaking into a morgue. Yeah, like they're doing like a private funeral morgue. stuff. Yeah. Well, that would still be a funeral home. I guess the morgue would be like a city thing, or do the, where they keep the bodies always is just referred to as a morgue. Do they keep the bodies with the coroners? I think if there needs to be like an investigation or something, they do. Like, isn't the corner that's where the, the morgue. morgue is? Yeah, that's where the morgue is. The corner works in the morgue. Because the thing is, I've I've been to one of those mm-hmm. to give them paper, mm-hmm. but I never saw nothing. I ain't seen no. I was bodies. in the back. I didn't know. I, I didn't see nothing. You didn't just accidentally be like, "Oh, I got lost trying oh, to see a dead I, body." I st- you, you want me oh, to yeah, put I this forgot, over I here? Forgot, I forgot. You're, you're, you have a weird thing with dead bodies. You want me to put this over here? You know, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I would have been like fucking terrified. Plus, these are non-prepared bodies. Had nightmares for days and days and days. That would actually have been terrible if you did make. Oh, can you imagine if you were dragging like six cases of paper? So yeah, you're not I, looking I where you're into going. A table, and I'm like, "What the?" F- and ah! a fucking dead body <laughs> falls on you. <laughs> I would have ended my life. <laughs> You're like, I would have had a heart attack right there, died. Yeah. yeah I would have just right there. <laughs> just would have been terrible. Like, at least somewhere I need to be to be prepared. That is true. I mean, if you're going to die anywhere, die in the morgue. Um, uh, Cedric Lodge was stealing dissected portions of, con- of donated cadavers, including heads, brains, skin, and bones from Harvard Medical School. This that's is AJ Holmes up. shit. Yeah, that's more fucked up, though, because like they were donated. They're supposed to help kids learn how to do medicines. And he's just like, I'm going to get rich. Was he at least selling them to like other th- the educational locations? Oh, I hope. Because if he was selling them to like private collectors, he was like selling them to elementary schools in like Pennsylvania. He's like, you guys want brains to dissect? I got two. One, I never dissected anything. I don't know if that's part of Pennsylvania <clears throat> thing. Yeah, but just imagine like he's donating. It's like a first grade school. Oh, <laughs> like, you guys, you guys need some brains to like dissect for biology. But like this is first grade. He, uh, c- he comes by kind of like with like a character and he's like, hey, kids, it's your uncle Cedric. Do you want to know how the human brain works? Here. And the teacher <laughs> just, just plops sit, it on the table. The teacher's looking at him like, oh, we don't we don't have biology. They're they're learning to count by tens today. Also, how did you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you calling yourself uncle? And then he's like, ha ha, vanish. <laughs> and he just throws skin at the teacher and vanishes. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. I was thinking smoke bombs, but yeah, getting hit by a sheet of skin might be a good distraction. <laughs> it sticks to her face. And she's just like, oh my god. Why is it so sticky? There's hair in my mouth. Oh, There's hair in my mouth, and he hit me with the fucking part that's inside the body. 
Oh, so gross. In his statement, the school's dean, whoa, whoa, whoa. George weird, Daly. Weird intrusive thought real quick. Real okay, quick, real okay, quick. go for it. Do you think people Chicharron would be good? <sighs> All Chicharron is pretty good. You, you smelled like that once. How I did smelled it smell? like Chicharron. I assume uh, you were fried. I was fried. I was flash fried. So that is uh, pretty much as close to being a Chicharron as you can get. Um, was there like a moment where you're like, ooh, I'm no. hungry? <laughs> no, I was in a lot of pain and a lot of shock. Um, so no, I have, I have no idea. Um, I also, I don't remember smelling myself. Also, I think it burned some of my nose hair oh, okay. and stuff like that. So that like, it was a, I was completely engulfed in flame. Remember? So, yeah. uh, you need to have like just a part of you go in it for that. Yeah. Then I'd probably would have been able to be good, but I definitely did have fire go up my nose. Um, so yeah, in a statement for the school's Dean, George Daly called the case and had an ad, ah, an abhorrent betrayal. Aberrant. Uh, it was really difficult to say that. I don't know why. Um, but let's see here. According to the indictment, Cedric Lodge took the remains to his home uh, where he and his wife, Denise Lodge, sold them and sometimes shipped them through USPS to people in other states. What? Here's the thing. I can't even send like both the way in which you read it. Yeah. And the way in which they wrote it with delays. I thought they were doing necrophilia stuff first. Oh, yeah. There was like a lot of pause. There's like he brought it to his wife. I'm like, this is where he says they fucked them. Yeah. I'm just surprised that they were shipped through the post office. It's leading me to believe this these weren't sell these weren't sold to like respectable universities also in places that would do studies on them. I think it was just sold to people that were like, I need a head. How did he come across the people that were in need of a human brain that Craigslist? <laughs> it's just a bunch of fucking people being like, I am trying to be Frankenstein. I have always wanted to taste human brains. I mean, there's probably me people one. like that. Yeah, well, that's how you get the shakes. Don't do it. Yep. Um, there was no comment from Cedric or Denise Lodge as they left federal court in Concord on Wednesday afternoon. They were both released on personal recognizance bail. You sold dead people and you got personal recognizance bail? What the fuck is that? That's like, don't run. You got to look out for yourself. Don't run. Like, don't, don't do it. You know, recognizance. You, you can't just keep saying that word. I don't know what that means. Like I don't keep, know. You're what, keeping an eye on yourself. You don't know what that word means. Stop lying to the internet. Recognizance is like keeping an eye on. It's like, reco- like reconnaissance, but recognizance. Recognizance. So basically they're saying like you, you promising yourself that you won't run. Uh, Cedric Lodge was hired in February 1995. According to Harvard Medical School, he took two leaves of employment within the last few years. Well, see, that's why he needed to do this, because he was not working. He was fucking taking all these vacations. Harvard Medical School said Cedric Lodge was responsible for preparing and intaking anatomical donors' bodies, coordinating embalming, and overseeing the storage and movement of cadavers. He did not manage any employees and did not interact with donor families. I think his... It's kind of bit painting it that he had a very lonely life. All he hung out with were dead people. I imagine he just had like a wall of heads that he would like pretend were singing to him. That's weird. Or like they're all sitting in there in like the little gurneys. 
and he would just like get between two of them and he would just like have like backup singers. He'd no, I mean, like, at his house, at his house, oh, yeah, he just has a, a shelf in a room of just heads. So like some serial killer shit, but he didn't actually kill any of them. Yeah. He's like, I just like the idea of keeping trophies. Well, this is like H.H. H. Holmes was like this. And then he, he made, this guy is about like two seconds away from building a murder castle at the World's Fair. Where he's like, this takes too long for me to wait for donors. Yeah. That's why H.H. H. Holmes was killing people so we could sell body parts faster. You haven't covered that on. I don't think you've covered that on Dark Rum, so I, don't, I wouldn't know. Unless you have, and then I just wasn't paying attention while I editing. don't remember. <laughs> There's a possibility I did that. We may have. Um, let's see here. So four others are also tr- facing charges connected <clears throat> to the case, including Katrina McLean, who owns and operates Cats Creepy Creations in Peabody, Massachusetts. She was taxidermy in this shit and it'll be weird shit. Yeah, she was making lamps and shit. Also, none of these people's names sound real. Cat McLean or Katrina McLean. Yeah. yeah, that does sound fake. And also Cedric and Denise Lodge. Um, sounds like AI wrote this. Cedar um, Lodge. He's, yeah. a, he's a hotel. <laughs> but uh, prosecutors said she bought two faces for $600. He cut off their faces. Is that a lot of money for a human face? I'm going to go with no. I'd hope my face costs more than $600. How much does a human face go for? Don't look that up. You're going to be on a new list. <laughs> We look up weird shit all the time, uh, but that puts you on a brand new list. Yeah, I want to be on that list. The lodges will have to appear in Pennsylvania to answer to the charges. Why? Did we France them? Hell yeah, man. Pennsylvania was like, we France you. You all been Franced. Harvard Medical School said it was trying to determine which donor cadavers might have been affected. Nick and Joan Pichowicz were married. Wait, what? Pichowicz. Oh, there's a part in blue that I didn't think was part of this. I thought it was an ad. One New Hampshire family said they have been told by one of their relatives was affected. Nick and Joan Pitchawicks were married for 66 years. <laughs> her name sounds so fake. You can't even say it. Yeah, it's P-I-C-H-O-W-I-C-Z. Picklewitch. Pitchawicks. Pitchawish. Pitchawicks. And donated their bodies to Harvard Medical School. Their daughters live in Playstow and Newton. Massachusetts, I think. Play style? Play style. Ply style. Plastal. And said they're learning horrible news about their father's remains. Who would do something like that? What kind of person? No respect at all for the family, said Paula Pel- Peltonovich. Still sounds. That's like that's an alliteration. So it definitely sounds made up. The victim's daughter. They need to pay. The sister said their mother's body is still at the medical school and say now they just want her remains back home. Um, We don't trust you. (laughs) You suck. Uh, The ongoing investigation is stretching across five states. Prosecutors said some of the sales were made as far away as Minnesota and Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, wow, this is pretty long. Sure, you know why it's pronounced Arkansas. I know, yeah, you explained it. I went into the history of Arkansas. I know you know that. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember what it is, but I know it's because of some other language, Quebecanese or something. (laughs) Um, Investigators said some parts were sold to Jeremy Pauley of Pennsylvania. He was arrested last year. Uh, Police received a report of body parts being kept in buckets in his basement. Was he a... He's a serial killer. Not all of this was purchased. He probably started purchasing and then he started, you know, getting, you know, local, locally grown. 
Um, according to that's a good way of saying it, right? <laughs> Buy local. According to police records, Polly allegedly admitted to buying two shipments of human remains. Investigators said some purchases came from Candace Chapman Scott, a mortuary and crematorium worker in Arkansas. She is accused of selling parts taken from cadavers along with the corpses of two stillborn babies who were supposed to be cremated and returned to their families. Oh my God. Did I? The next story I think is attached to this story. I have a continuing story. Just so you know, just so you know, this is what Jamie Polly looks like. Dude, that's the next story. On top of it. That's the next one I have. This is his website where he acts as a preservationist. Dude, look it. Ready? Ready? So this is this story. Next one. Jamie Polly. <laughs> I didn't know that they were fucking. <laughs> you were like, I didn't know that. I, was I didn't not, know that they were attached. We are continuing. Deeper to, I'm going to need to pick a new one. No, uh, let's go. Let's do this, man. He also specializes in plastination. I, I, no, I'm going to need another one. We feel, I feel like we know everything about him already. We don't know enough about him. Investigators said some purchases came from Canada. Oh, I already read that part with the stillborn babies because that's what <coughs> made me click on the next one. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office said it was working to identify victims and contact their families. If you think your family or someone you know has been affected by the cause, by the case, you can call 717-614-4249. Once again, that's 717-614-4249. This dude like basically has his own version of the Mutter Museum. Really? The Memento Mori Museum. That's a cool name. Aberrations of the human condition. You know that you you got to agree with me that that's a good name. I mean, yeah, I would go here, but he's in jail now. So I bet it's not open anymore. I mean, unless he has somebody running it. Um, there's so much more to this. I got, I got to keep reading charges met with outrage. The announcement of the charges was met with outrage in medical and education uh, communities in New Hampshire for 20 years. Dr. Thomas Andrews served as the chief medical examiner in New Hampshire. This behavior is, is beyond the pale. Who speaks like that? Thomas said, my sense of outrage as a forensics pathologist. Uh, he said that assuring family members that their loved ones were treated with respect and dignity was a significant part of the job. We tried to deal respectfully with the remains of deceased individuals, treat them with the same dignity they would f- they would have had when they were living. Do you like ask for consent? Like, I feel like it's different. Like you can treat them respectfully, but it's not the same as when they were alive. Would you agree? No, I demand you treat my dead body the same. Exactly the same. Nothing would happen because I would still be waiting on consent for things. Be like, you want to get, you want to get turned into ash? You want to get buried? Kyle, 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 why aren't you answering me? Because once again, I'm in charge of your funerary, funerary things. Yeah, no. Um, Look at these babies he has. Dude, that's what the next story is about. No, I'm on his website. I'm not on that article. I think that's what the story is about, is those babies in particular. Uh, but fucking shit. Um, oh, my God. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the time. Um, 
Court documents allege that Dignity was absent at the Harvard Medical School morgue when Cedric Lodge allegedly stole and sold body parts, shipping them out of state. This kind of behavior is exceedingly almost vanishingly rare aspect of tissue and organ donation, and particularly of bodies, Thomas said. The Dartmouth Giselle School of Medicine uses about three dozen bodies a year from its anatomical donation program. With our donors, our students are learning human anatomy from humans, said Reed. Do you get like that other places do you get taught by dogs um when you say it that way it's like <laughs> it's making they, it sound like humans this don't is where teach the them. humans teach people they teach the humans the human ways of humaning i mean i'm pretty sure there is a teacher no matter what so they're learning from a human um the of the Dartmouth Giselle School of Medicine, but they also get an ethical lesson with how you, they should treat someone who may not be able to respond to them. Uh, students learn uh, the first name of their donor body and can even meet the family of the person. I don't know if I'd want to do that. That's like a whole level of shit. Um, I guess if I'm trying to be a doctor, it makes sense to learn how to deal with that, but eh. that's uh, <laughs> why so I'm not a doctor. Uh, we really see it as an opportunity to as a community with one voice, say thank you to the families of the donors, Reed said. Dartmouth has a robust anatomical donor program and has more than 1,600 living people on the list. Reed said that, that when they... Uh, Reed said that when they ask why prospective donors say they want to donate, they often say they want to give back in a meaningful way. The ending of this was really just shitting on Harvard and talking about why Dartmouth is better. <laughs> like right Dartmouth is like fuck you guys we didn't lose no bodies oh look at you over there with no losing no all your bodies and shit look are you ready you. for a continuance of this story I am so ready for the continuance of the story I'm trying to figure out how far away this man lives he lives in West Pennsboro it's like an hour from us yeah it's not very far uh, stillborn baby corpses stolen, sold to PA man, U.S. Department of Justice indi indi uh, indictment. Two Pennsylvania men have been indicted in connection to purchasing human body parts. Is another person also with this? I see we're already getting more information, including stillborn babies from medical students through social media. Whoa, this is a whole different thing. It's the same thing, but it's different thing. Yeah, it's that he is a separate level of human body trafficker. So he bought this from medical students, but also bought it from Cedric and Denise Lodge. This is crazy. This is like going into a sequel. <laughs> but, or it, What? It's like if we would have gone into seeing Star Wars when it first came out, but we're time travelers, so we already saw the prequel movies. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like we already know a lot of the information that's important. Isn't that just like watching a first movie and then watching a second one, Jared? No, it's like it's like when everybody else around us like is watching the movie for the first time and we're like, we know background information that you don't. Because if someone's reading this one, they're not going to know about Cedric and Denise Lodge until way further into it. We already know. <laughs> <laughs> Half this man's face is tattooed. Like yeah, heck? yeah. It's he's definitely into some extreme body modification. His eye is tattooed. Did you not see that? Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. I see that. There you go. I see it. 
Uh, let's see here. So he got it from medical students through social media. So it is just DMing people. Be like, you got dead parts? Hey, man, I see you go to school, blah, 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 blah. Got any dead bodies? Yeah, but that's according to the United States Attorney's Office in the Middle District of Pennsylvania. What's the Middle District? Are know. we in like the, the oh, no, left district? That's even closer. Those indicted for conspiracy and interstate transport of stolen goods charges, the goods being human body parts, are as follows, according to the United States Department of Justice. Hey, here we go. This is where our helpful pre-knowledge helps. Cedric Lodge, age 55, of Goffstown, New Hampshire. Katrina McLean, age 44, of Salem, Massachusetts. You see this? We're like fucking, like, it's like we know the future. <laughs> Isn't this amazing, Kyle? Shouldn't I do this for everything? You should always find a pre-story. It <laughs> just leads into it. Joshua yeah, we're going to be... We're going to be near this place in East Pennsboro's in Harrisburg. Not that close to us. Shit, but yeah, we are going to be right near that place. Look at We're going to be like right there. We could go to his museum where he's not working. Where he's not going to be there. Yeah. Um, Joshua Taylor, age 46, a West Lawn, Pennsylvania. Uh, Denise Lodge. We know that. Yo, shit. Denise Lodge is way older than Cedric Lodge. Uh, 63 of Goffstown, New Hampshire. Matthew Lampy, 52 of East Bethel, Minnesota. Jeremy Pauly, age 41, of Bloomsburg. He's from Bloomsburg? <laughs> Pennsylvania? Been, yeah, I've been there. Uh, Candace Chapman Scott of Little Rock, Arkansas. The sales of human remains happens to be, uh, happened between 2018 and 2022, according to United States Attorney General. Is this a human body trafficking ring? Yeah, I think so. Uh, a national? Uh, it's not the Attorney General. It's, it's just Attorney Gerard M. Karam. A national human body trafficking ring. It's very close because the next line literally says, Karam alleges that the above individuals operated a nationwide network to buy and sell human remains stolen from Harvard Medical School and an Arkansas mortuary. According to Some the of the Department bodies Charles. came from Arkansas? Yeah, remember they mentioned that in the other one too. No, I was really distracted by how much a face cost. Which I couldn't find. I think it's funny that you looked that up and then you found the next story. <laughs> and then they talked about the next story uh, in that article. It was crazy. Yeah, it's the weirdest deja vu ever. It's circle. It's not square. The fact that I accidentally did this is incredible. It's like a circle. Like a circle. Not a square. The square has corners. corners. Not like a triangle. Triangle also has corners. Uh, Karam alleges that the above individuals operate. Oh, I already said that part. Cedric Lodge managed the morgue for the anatomical gifts program at Harvard Medical School. He is accused of stealing organs and parts of cadavers donated for medical research and educated before their scheduled cremations. Lodge at times transported stolen remains from Boston to his residence in Goffstown, New Hampshire, where he and his wife, Denise Lodge, sold the remains to Katrina McLean, Joshua Taylor, and others. I'm going to say something controversial. Go for it. If they were about to cremate them and throw them away, why is it bad to sell parts of them for money? I think you. I think the families get back the remains. Yeah, but like, always oh, count how many ashes are in that box. Okay, I'm going to say something. It's getting wasted. That's going to make what you're saying a hundred times worse. <laughs> you're on my side. I'm on your <laughs> side, but I'm going to give you uh, an, uh, an example 
that's really going to diminish human life. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, what you're saying is this guy's in trouble for something similar to as if you worked at Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) (laughs) And at the end of the night, you know that you're supposed to throw out all the donuts. But you take them home and then sell them to your friends. So yeah, you collect enough munchkins to throw in a box and then you sell those afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, technically, that's from the last story. This guy's being being arrested for buying the munchkins and then putting them in formaldehyde oh, to make worse, a museum it's about out the of it. Stillborn babies. I <laughs> <laughs> called them munchkins. <laughs> And I showed you a picture of them and you're just holding them in his hand. I accidentally made a really good dark joke. You know what's even funnier though? Is that like, he is proud of the babies. He was. on his website. Yeah. Oh, that was, I didn't mean to make that joke. (laughs) That's like taking a bunch of money and throwing them on the box and showing them to your friends. And he's putting her- put him in a jar so that they saved forever. Oh man! It's like those YouTube channels where they take a hot dog and they put it in resin, and they're like, "How long will this hot dog last in resin?" It's shit like forever. Uh, Cedric Lodge. Wait, I, I read this already, didn't I? I don't know. A lot of these article, these lines have started with Cedric Lodge, <laughs> right? Yeah, it feels like forever that I've been saying that. Um. Uh, Lodge at times transporters. Yeah, I read that part. Nate, yeah, I read that part. We gotta get they to making the making arrangements via cellular telephone. Who says that? <laughs> <laughs> and social media websites, as stated in the release. His his cellular device. I love that this is the same article because it's talking about Lodge more than this other guy. <laughs> I think the one I found is specifically talking about that guy. Uh, Lodge is also accused of allowing McLean and Taylor to enter the morgue at Harvard Medical School and examine cadavers to choose what to purchase. He was doing it like a used car lot. Jesus. On some occasions, Taylor transported stolen remains back to Pennsylvania. On other occasions, the Lodge, the Lodges shipped stolen remains to Taylor and others out of state. Karam explained Jeremy Polly. We're back to Jeremy now not only purchased remains from McLean and Taylor, but he also purchased stolen human remains from Candace Chapman Scott. According to the release, Scott had stolen the remains from a mortuary in crematorium where she was working in Little Rock, Arkansas, which was in the last one also, but it is what it is. He stole them from a creamery. (laughs) It's two very different things. They mean to make those words more distinctly different. They do. They should call where you get cremated a burninator. <laughs> Just, the dustining place. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go get dustinated. I'm going to get dustinated. Um, because, like, here's the thing. I don't have anything. If you accidentally type in creamery. Crematorium sounds like a place where you can go and you just, like... Get ice cream? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, ice cream. Um, I think, I think yeah, like, like dustifier or, like, ashinator... Those are all good words. Um, the U.S. attorney noted the following disturbing details in Scott's particular case. Quote, Scott stole parts of cadavers she was supposed to have cremated, many of which had been donated to and used for research and educational purposes by an area medical school, as well as the corpses of two stillborn babies who were supposed to be cremated and returned as crema- 
cremains. That's what you call it. Yeah, creamy mains. Not creamy mains. <laughs> cremains to their families. End quote. Polly what did she give them then? What did she burn and give them? She was just like, that's an, that's about the same amount of ashes. Honestly, that's probably what she did. She probably just took someone's legs. No, they're 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 stillborns. They're tiny. Yeah, no, somebody else's legs, like from knee down. That'd be too many ashes. Oh, feet. Yeah, like a foot. She burned someone's foot. No, because she need two. They don't put them in the same urn. <laughs> <laughs> You, Are get you a, sure you, you get an you get an urn per thing. <laughs> it's not like some cheap buy one get one thing. You don't mix them. They don't mix. Yeah, like you can, you can't do that. So you get mad ghosts. <laughs> you get mad ghosts, and the the ghost comes out, and it's like a mutated, smooshed together version of both. Yeah, you get super ghost thing. <laughs> Polly then sold most of the stolen remains he purchased to other people, including Matthew Lampy. Lampy and Polly. That sounds like a nobody's name sounds sitcom. real. Nobody's name in this article or, or the, the last, last one because it was the same article. Real, yeah. Um, and sold each other multiple times, totaling over one hundred thousand dollars. They just sold back and forth to each other until it equaled a hundred thousand dollars. I think so, because it literally says that Lampy and Polly bought and sold from each other multiple times, totaling over $100,000 in payments, according to the release. In a way, isn't that just free? I guess. If you're just giving it, if you're giving the same money back and forth. Yeah, I guess. The United States. None money, not $100,000. Yeah, exactly. It was just, it was just uh, bartering. They each spent $50,000. Why didn't they just barter? Zero dollars. They could have bartered. It would have been a lot harder to track them if they hey were bartered. They got like two big toes and uh, and a lady's hand. What do you got? I you got, got two faces. <laughs> I got two faces and a baby skeleton. I'd be like, okay, cool. I think that that equals out. Yeah. Be like, if you can throw in a left hand, <clears throat> I throw think we can make throw this in deal two happen. lady hands and we're good. Ah. Uh. Remember, everybody, we are a comedy show. We do have to make these jokes. No, we don't. It's just, these are jokes are just easy. They these are. are easy jokes. <laughs> it's low-hanging fruit, honestly. The United States Attorney's Office has and, has and will continue to attempt to identify and contact as many victims and victims' families affected by this case as possible. The United States Department of Justice states in the release, anyone who believes they are a family member, hey, it's the same one, have been affected by this, this these thefts, is asked to the victim and witness unit at unspam hyphen victim dot information at usdoj.gov unspam yeah like this isn't this was spam but it's not spam anymore sorry it's not it's not unspam (laughs) my headache hasn't gone away (laughs) let me read that again Uh, this was spam. It's unspammed, though. I unspammed this email address. If you could. Somebody make that an actual thing. That you could just unspam. Like, if you are flagged as spam, you'd be like, unspam. Hyphen. Rest of the email address. Fuck you putting me into spam, bitch. 
It's the loophole to spam. You just gotta put unspam hyphen before you send your emails. Okay. I'm gonna okay, I'm just gonna read this. I'm gonna read the letters. So if you believe that you or a family member have been affected by these thefts, you are asked. It just says asked to the victim and witness unit at USA. P-A-M. <laughs> <laughs> it's real close, right? Who's <laughs> 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 Pam? Who's <laughs> Pam? At USA Pam hyphen victim dot information at USDOJ dot gov. Or, like I said last time, <laughs> just call 717-614-4249. Bro, <laughs> you email them at unspam. <laughs> you got through that whole thing. I'm making jokes about it, and you're like, "That's not what that says." <laughs> it took like a while. Like I was making fun of that email for like a solid minute before you went. That's not what that says. Yeah, because I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, I think I might be wrong. <laughs> There's a possibility. Let me go a little bit slower when I read it this time. Unspam doesn't seem like a legitimate email for this. <laughs> the whole time you're talking, I have an internal monologue going, I might be wrong. <laughs> I may have fucked that up. And then I literally went, go letter by letter, Jared. Let's see if, we're, if you got that right. And I accidentally <laughs> called it out and made fun of you just not knowing because I thought it was stupid. Like, you couldn't just walk away from that and just be like, yeah, I fucked that up. Oops. Well, just, just in like, case, people <laughs> need to know that they might be affected by this, so they need to know what to email. I mean, is there like, why isn't there like a thing that's like, if you may have or you believe that you've accidentally purchased stolen body parts from any of these people, please email unspam hyphen. <laughs> <sighs> you know, there's people that got to think that they legally purchased bodies somehow. It like they true. didn't know it was yeah. illegal. Yeah, I mean. You can. There's certain ways that are legal. There's channels you can go through. You probably need like a fucking, like a permit or something. No, there's like places that sell human skulls. I forget what has to be required for them to be able to sell them. They're, but like it's more that place than you buying it. Like they have to get special requirements to be able to sell it. I watched it. It was like a, t- it was just like a, like a reality TV show on like. Like that's Some what they did. They were just yeah. like they bleached skulls and like sold them. Yeah, maybe like maybe there's like a stipulation like the people need to be like Cooper <clears throat> dead and like have no family. Like yeah, no living family or like it's only like John and Jane Doe's or like literally someone signed something that was it like can't I be don't Jane give- Doe's. Jane Doe's can be like John and Jane Doe's can be solved later. Okay. Well, maybe it's like, maybe somebody has to sign something that's like, I don't give a fuck, sell my head. Like, maybe they have to give, like, permission beforehand. Yeah. I don't know. I don't need to know the logistics that go behind selling a head. I do. I want to know. You do know. You just can't recall it. You've learned it already. I did once learn this. 
There one time, hold on, I gotta find this. See if this was like before. I understood that there's weird satire websites, like that one time that we found that website that was like fucking eatdogs.com or whatever the fuck it was. And we're like, oh, this is a joke. Yeah. Uh, a long time ago, I remember there being like a website that was like human leather something, and you could buy like a human wallet. Jesus Christ! And I wanted it. You say really weird things that go out on the internet. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if people think I'm creepy. Oh, well, okay. So we go, went over two stories and then another story twice, but more in depth. <laughs> another story one time and then a focus closer to a specific person. But then also it But also it. still <laughs> some of the other stuff. It was a lot of the other stuff. It was basically one headline was focusing on... There's the headline focus on one person and the other headline focused on another person and then just merged in the middle yeah and there was just weird parts that were the same but like one of them was more well spoken so it was it was weird i don't know which one i like better which one did you like better did you like the first article talking about selling dead people or the second i liked the second one better because especially when you got to the unspammed When we realize that there's like a like a star six seven version of fucking email addresses. <laughs> That's what it would be. <laughs> Yo, some coder, <sighs> get on that. Some somebody program unspammed to be able to send spam emails. Unspammed. <laughs> we expect a cut though. Like if you can find a way to like make money doing that. Do you imagine getting me an email in like your main inbox and it's like unspammed hyphen big dick today dot at you dot at you <laughs> and it's like you want a big dick yeah I have a big dick <laughs> take these pills fifty seven seventy seven per day and we literally big just dick. big dick dot banana. We literally just read a story about people selling body parts and you wanted to start that with you want a big dick? <laughs> Have a big dick. <laughs> I was trying to remember what spam emails were like. <laughs> there's only two kinds. Uh, no, sorry. There's three kinds. There's you want a bigger dick? That's true. Take these pills. 57 99 for three days. So uh, many 99s. <laughs> there's uh Hot wives available near you, near you, or uh, for purchase, like from the Czech Republic or some shit. Oh yeah, I get those sometimes. Yeah, and then there's, there's I am, uh, Bridget McMafferson. I am my husband. I'm a widow. I'm a widow of a great rich mercenary man who had many millions of dollars, but he died, and I am sad, and I am dying also from the same thing. He died from heart disease. (laughs) Now I have the disease of the heart, and I have been. I have no children. None children for me. I would like you to take my money and donate them for the cause of the gods. Because I see in you that you believe in the thing, the thing I believe I love for the Lord. Do his work and be, I, I will give you $27 million, but first I need in you gift cards. to send me a check <laughs> of $27 million and then I will send you $27 million. I think the best one was where the guy was just like, I would like to give you $5,000 in gift cards. 
but you need to contact me for your your with your address. And I was like, that seems like a pretty good deal. <laughs> Be like, you didn't even ask me for anything other than an address. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is where I And then he just fucking comes and beats you with a baseball bat. No, I was going to give a P.O. box. Man. <laughs> S- send these gift cards here. Yeah. Bitch. Like, that would just be great. Motherfucker. Be like, he already knows what my name is. He started it with Hello, Mister. He shows up at the P.O. box with the baseball bat he's playing and bashing you with. And he's like, Motherfucker. He's like, This son of a bitch. They call me to, to, to mail her the, the, the box smasher, the, the email basher. And I was coming, I was going to kill you with my pet. They call me the Spam Man. Unspam. Spam Annihilation. They call me Spam Annihilation. They call me Spam a lot. Because, you know, it's like, like he uses like a sword, but it's a baseball bat. Well, you can find this in other of our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, but the best place to do that is going to be on our website. What's the website, Kyle? Unspam hyphen rummernerspodcastnetwork.com. That's R-U-M-R-U-N-N-A-S podcastnetwork.com. You don't have to put the unspammed hyphen, but who knows what that'll take you. Yeah. I mean, Probably let, a 404, but. Let us know. Leave us a five-star comment with where did that email it or where did that website take you um but yeah you can also follow us on facebook and, in- and instagram at rum runners and on twitter at rum pod we're not super active but if you talk to us we'll talk back we're trying we, we're, we're we trying. will try we're gonna we're gonna try to do more stuff is we're gonna try to have fun listen here's the thing here's the thing bye <laughs>